I'm Chase. And I'm Timothy. And this is Customer Service. Hi, buddy. We got a little uh, extra doodad here for you. Yeah. We're having a little off-schedule uh, a pod to kind of talk about this special project we have coming out in a couple days. Yeah. So... You know, if you've been listening to the pod, you've yeah. been engaged with our communities, you know we're doing an Engineered Garments collaboration. Um, yeah, we kind of just wanted to give a little bit of, like, from our mouths backstory yeah. on kind of the process and, yeah. you know, our experience with, with everything. Because I think a lot of people always have questions about, like, oh, how'd that come to be? Or how'd you work together? Mm-hmm, or how, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we're going to kind of, like, try to, like, detail it out a bit so that you have, like, as much backstory on this as yeah. you can. We can yeah. kind of be transparent about, like, the entire process and everything. No, totally. And I, and I think this in particular is super important to the shop. I mean, Timothy, you've been selling engineered garments for, how, I mean, I over know. 10 it, years now. Yeah, over 10 years. I don't know the total. I always want to say it's like 12 or 13, somewhere in there, but it's yeah. been, for a long time. In fact, like, just to try to like put it into context, when I first, um, so I went to school for fashion. And then mm-hmm. when I got out, I, I literally, I, I've mentioned this before, I just I picked literally like a hundred, like nearly a hundred random boutiques from around the United States and beyond and just started finding their email and just boom, finding their email, boom, write a little thing about what I thought about there. You know what I mean? And as long as it kind of made sense for me, that was good enough. I just wanted to get in the door and start working. Yeah. And I started working at this, it doesn't matter, this random boutique. And then that kind of turned into this other position, which is where I was before here that I was at. Mm -hmm. I was there for a Mm -hmm. very long time. Um, And one of the first brands when that project was being discussed, one of the first brands was uh, Engineered Garments. It was like, at the time, it was like LVC, Velvachine. I mean, really, the discussion was made in the U.S. um, And for that project, and Engineered Garments was like the first one, you know, that anyone brought up. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was like in the top five easily of like, what what they were gonna do, and I think I think a lot of people, you know, they know Daiki. Daiki is a kind of a household name in, in the in this whole realm, and it's interesting because you might think it's a Japanese company because obviously Daiki's Japanese from Japan, design, yeah. made in the garment district. Yeah, that's sick. It's like in one New of the York, last yeah. brands to still be doing that, and, and I think that like that brand, the brand has grown so much um, that it like doesn't. It's certainly still a New York brand, but yeah. like there's just so much more going on. It's such a bigger collection. It has its own mm-hmm. point of view and things to say, yeah. and it doesn't like always just you know like that. That was one of the main driving points at the time because also that was such a huge selling point at at, at that moment in in fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of talk about like you know made in New York, made in New York, made in New York. Yeah. Um, but that was always, you know, initially too, when, you know, from as far as I knew it, when they first started, like their factory was basically next door. It was a small little thing, you know, I mean, yeah. they weren't making a ton of stuff. It used to be pretty limited yeah. and it's grown a lot since, but I mean, actually it's really shocking from when we started with them to where it's at now, like the, the, the explosive nature of the way it grew and what that collection looks like now and what that brand looks like now yeah. compared to when I first started with them, which I think the piece may, I mean, maybe it was like a 12 to 15 piece collection max mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know the stuff it was very much more it, it, at that point it was much, much more, more uniform too yeah, yeah uniform yeah. and certainly much more workwear focused yeah. right just kind of yeah which i don't really i mean when i look at their collection i still see that definitely yeah. i still see that influence but it's it's so big and it's got such a it's got its own unique point of view mm-hmm. now and i and i think at the beginning like it always had a great very like steadfast point of view yeah but it was a little bit more in line with like traditional, like wouldn't you think of work where it was a little bit more of like those types of things. Yeah, for sure. Like vintage work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So this has been like, I mean, and, and I actually did not know the brand when I started there. I mean, I'd, I'd heard about it, you know sure. what I mean, in passing, but I'd never really seen it. I wasn't in New York, so I really hadn't seen it. I didn't know anybody with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I maybe had a friend that had one of the work shirts or something, but that would, they would have been like more of an online friend. Like, I don't, I never like saw it. It was just like so small. Yeah, with the I mean? red button. And uh, so I was incredibly excited to carry it and work with them. That was like as things were really getting bigger and uh, like not, you know, bigger comparatively. And it was it was really like it was awesome. I mean, it was truly like especially at that time, like he was like a guy that like was kind of a cult figure in that world. Yeah. I knew him from, you know, being in inventory magazine and reading about his time at Woolrich, which I think he was still working there at the time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, with like Mark McNary and all this. And it was really cool to just see like wow, like this guy's like a real like, this guy's, even at the time you kind of knew he was moving the needle a bit into what like menswear specifically was going to be in that world. And I still think I've said it before, I credit him almost entirely with like the shift from, you know, made in US to where we're at now. I think Engineered Garments was absolutely 95% of people's catalyst at that point of going like, oh, there's so much more to this and it can be so much more and I can think about things in a different way. I mean, even just like, the way they were cutting work shirts and fatigues at the time yeah. was not in line with what how people were wearing those two things in the made in US trend. Yeah. And they were just pushing that boundary just a little bit. And it's like they somehow always knew how to walk the line perfectly. Yeah. And I don't know how you do that other than just have that that that's always something when like in business and things you can kind of describe genius and be like, oh, they made this move or they did this thing, or you know what I mean? Like it's kind of obvious. I think theirs is almost entirely not obvious. And, like, I don't know how you know to just be right on the line like that without falling off. I mean, it's it has to be intentional or I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be. The other version is that you're just completely following your own your own guide light and you just happen to be right most of the time. Which is just as dope. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So needless to say, like, engineered garments is a big deal. I mean, the first time I met Daiki to the you know, millionth time I've talked to him, it's, it's still, he's still like a big deal to me because it's just, I, I I understand, I really respect what he's been able to accomplish and still be doing what he does. I mean, it still very much feels like, I don't know how engineered, engineered garments still remains in my mind, what looks like a passion project as much as it is like an incredibly influential brand. Yeah, totally. With, with a, very large breadth of offerings every season. Like it's not small. When we're digging through yeah. the buy, like there's a lot of stuff offered. It all bangs. Yeah. Can you uh can you remember the first piece you bought? Cause I had because I have Yeah, I'm trying to remember if it was I think the first piece I had was the Navy uh Bedford jacket. Nice. You With like the removable wool buttons. Or? It it was just like a um like a sateen. Okay. Yeah. It yeah, was like it was yeah. just a navy, like yeah. very straightforward with the straight peak up, lapel yeah. and the removable buttons, which was such a like a novel thing yeah. at the time. Like yeah. I mean, I knew what they were, but I've never seen them used by no, you know what I mean. I love that. And um and it was just such a cool, like you could beat it up and it yeah. kind of worked with like, you know, if you were into like that time wearing like chambrays and denim and boots, yeah, it yeah, really yeah. like still played somehow as like a as but still it was like out. a little dressy. So I mean, yeah, that was my first piece and like that's kind of what hooked me on it. And I was just always sold because their lookbooks and styling were so good and have always been so good mm-hmm. and are able to like kind of push that line like we talked about um, that like I was always like you'd be into whatever they were doing and then by the time their lookbook came out you were like oh I got to rethink everything you know what I mean and mm-hmm, I, that's mm-hmm. the kind of brands that I really fuck with when it like really forces you to change your perception nonstop Absolutely. but yeah my first my first piece was incredibly conservative from yeah them, but it was, well I mean at that point too like you said it was not the m- biggest collection like. 
a Bedford at that point, I would have looked at that and been like, what's he wearing them? You know? Yeah. I don't even seen that. You know what I mean? Well, I, that's, at that point. That's, that's what I mean. They were always able to do this thing where you just have to like take a second look where it's like, it's not too far away from what you've seen before. Yeah. But yeah. there's just a couple details that make it unique. And on top of that, it's going like that style with that. It, it's like, it works, but it wouldn't be what it might first thought. Totally. Be. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember what yours was? Absolutely. I had just started working at Canoe Club. In fact, actually, I don't know if you remember this. Before I worked at Canoe Club, I had a buddy in from Cleveland. Uh, his name's Brandon. He was just passing through. And he was like, yo, we got we to gotta check out Canoe Club. I think I had maybe just started working here. or But either way, he was like, oh, man, I've, I've, I've been a fan of Engineer Garments for a long time. It's kind of like a brand I've always wanted to have a piece from. And I can remember the work shirt he bought. It was navy, red. And I think white, and it was like not like a super mm, thick flannel, mm, just like oh, more, I know, I know more of yeah. like like a chamois material. Almost, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly you know what I'm saying? What about. Yep. And he got that, and I was like, "That's kind of gas." You know what I mean? Like that flannel fits him really cool. And then started working at Canoe Club, and the first thing I bought was one of the the standard light, uh, you know, light blue chambrays. Yeah. Primarily because it fit my shoulders. I've said this before on the pod. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm broader than I am, but I am broad. Mm-hmm. And it fit my shoulders, and I was like, "Wait, this is this is cool. It fits my shoulders without being insane everywhere else." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I were to try to accommodate yep. that. So I bought the chambray, and then I think you had some pieces that I bought from you, and then kind of ever since every season, I get a little something. You know what yeah. I mean? For the last three or four seasons, I've been buying fatigues. I've got so much EG. You know what I mean? Like I, when we were in Japan, I wore. A couple days I was wearing like mostly EG kits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Love it. I've never like not had a piece in the wardrobe nope. somewhere. Nope. You know what no, I mean? Yeah. Yep. And I mean, you even have some of the workaday stuff from when we had mm-hmm. workaday and like I loved all that. But I don't know, bro. It's been it's been a shop favorite for me, truthfully, since since working here starting in what middle of 2017. Well, and I still think that it really tells like the things that we look for when we buy. We just kind of have these like internal like, you know, North Stars that we've used forever. Yeah. yeah. And that's always that like. It has lineage. Like if it if it's not kind of like a traditional like an icon piece, you can tell what they did f- from the icon piece to what they were able mm-hmm. to accomplish totally. with totally. Or what their point of view is with. Yeah, it. you're always kind of like able to draw this lot like this lineage with mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. with with the collection or at least with like how they how they're viewing clothing. Yeah. Engineering Garments does that, but it also kind of pushes the boundaries. Push the boundaries in terms of like silhouette, I find Mm -hmm. in particular. Like that was mine, and I would assume a lot of other guys' introduction to like, oh God, it doesn't need to be slim fit. Mm -hmm. Like so much of the shit that I was buying, especially at that point, was like, well, it's got to be slim fit. I'm not going to be sloppy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then it introduced me to this whole world of like, no, it can be a little could be a yeah. little different you know you have the the reverse layering you got proportions poking out the bottom of the jacket so you leave your shirt untucked that kind of stuff like that was kind of well and i also think just from being around daiki uh, you know the little even though it's been a long time that i have been he very much has a personal style that i really respect like yeah. he's always freaking something just a little bit to where you're like Fuck, i would have never thought to yeah. do that you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like yeah. just just these little details like in, yeah I mean, he, like I've said, I've said this a hundred times. He's the first guy I ever saw wearing Birkenstocks with big fatigues, which yeah. I now think is like people's whole life identity. Hundred um, percent. I've seen. I, I saw him doing like I saw him not rolling pants long before anybody else was doing the whole like everyone was cuffing pants still, and not him. He was just he letting him run. 
He had him gather with a pair of Uggs and then just a, a flannel. And I was like, God damn it. So like, sick. no one would have thought to do that. Like, yeah, but it looks yeah. so effortless because yeah. it, it feels very authentic from him. And I think that that's what still bleeds through in that collection is that it feels very authentically someone's personal and real style. Yes. And it's not dictated by trends, although it's still aware of them. Mm-hmm, it's it's mm-hmm. very smart in that it's like, you know, I think that like, it's that whole you got to know the rules to break them kind of thing. Absolutely, and I think bro. that Engineered yeah. Garments yeah. has that, you know, 10 out of 10 in, yep. in almost every situation. So I think that that kind of like defines like why Engineered Garments is so special with us. I mean, we've carried it since we started. It was one of the first five calls I made trying to get the store open. Yep. Um, I've had a great relationship with them. They're also like very much like how we run things here. They're like a family over there. I used mm-hmm. to play video games with the Nepenthes guys. Oh yeah, you said you used to play Destiny, Destiny. with the whole crew. Um, I used to, uh, <laughs> so you sick. know, like it was it was like you go in there and people remember your name. They know who you are. They, they're dapping you up. They're just like it's just yeah. happy to see you. Yeah. And it's like very much like a and it's like a everyone's cool as shit. You know what I mean? Like they just seem like real people that yeah. really fuck with clothes. And this is you know I mean and they've made a career out Love of it. it. It just is very much like has this like interesting family dynamic to it that seems very like friendly and open, but really hardworking and, and awesome. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's you know their whole community seems very. I mean that that's the community of people that I think buy it as well. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It always I mean, seemed to be the cool guys were the ones that were in engineered garments, you know. Bro, I mean I've been selling EG to specific guys on the internet for five years plus now. Still the same guys buying it yeah. every season. Every time we get a delivery, it's the first handful of names. It's like, okay, cool. I, I was expecting that. That's an yeah. interesting piece for them. Mm-hmm. That totally makes sense. I, I know they got this last year, so they're going to play off it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think people want to define it as culty, but I think it's more than that. It's yeah. not. It's not. No, like, I agree. It's not a one-time thing. It's like people have like a very personal relationship with yeah. it, and it's and it's one of the few brands where it's not. I don't see people bounce around on it. There's a lot of there's a lot of brands that I see people bounce around on. You know what I mean? Where it's like they're this guy for a little bit or sure, that sure, guy sure. for a little bit or whatever it is. Engineered garments is kind of like a. Once you buy EG, yeah. you kind of are gonna like. You're always gonna have it in some regard, like you said. Yeah. And it's I, your new it's your new set of basics. Yep, you know what I mean? Yep, at yep, at yep. bare minimum, it's like oh, I'm not gonna. I at least have to have an EG fatigue or a whatever. You have the, to. Yeah. You have to. Totally. Um, you know, so that brings us to like how this kind of got started, which I think that, you know, sometimes you want these things to be hard or that we asked and asked and asked. And that's really not what it was because first of all, a lot of this is very like respect oriented, which I, you know, you don't, you don't ask for these types of things. You just hope that what you're doing shines through and you know what I mean? Yeah, you know? for sure. And that's like, I mean, it was kind of like, you know, you know, one of the stories we talk about is like, we tried to get in touch with Beams forever and you see Beams more than you used to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. but like back when we wanted it, it was really very few, maybe two US accounts. You Ish. just really didn't see and it And even too then often. you'd see a small spattering, yeah. smattering, and spattering. And we could not figure out how to get in touch. We emailed that main office. And I know they're a huge company. We emailed it so many times. We did everything we could think of. We Instagram, were on Japanese blah, 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 LinkedIn. Blah. I don't know. Yeah, we, <laughs> like, yeah. we did trying all, to, all of it. Trying to figure out people that worked. I mean, just it was like one of those things that just kept eating away. And this is what happens. There's a handful of brands that still do it that just kind of eat away at me a little bit where it's like, it's not that they said no, it's that I can't get in touch. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? It mm-hmm, just drives mm-hmm. me crazy. Uh, I'm just not hitting the right places. We ended up sending them a postcard to like some office we found in Brooklyn, which was technically not a Beams office. It just said Beams on the door. Yeah, and we sent it, and we thought, well, there's no way that's gonna happen. We'll but see. we sent him this kind of little love letter. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, it felt, and it honestly, it was not right away. If you remember, like three felt, months, dude, like time had passed. Yeah, because I forgot about it. Because <laughs> yeah. when they said it, I was like, yeah. I don't remember where. No. I, you know, and then it, yeah, so you know, and then it worked out. And this was kind of like one of those similar situations where 
um, we were doing one of the Q and A's from forever ago, long before the podcast or anything. Mm-hmm. This was this mm-hmm. was a while ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, in it, somebody asked us like, "What's a dream collaboration?" And we both basically had engineered gums oh, right engineered out the gums, gate. Yeah, yeah. just because I don't know. It, it's it's a brand that, like I said, really resonates with yeah. people hard. And not only is it good for our community and our customers, but like we're obsessed with it. And you know pulled it in very high regard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it was like it was like oh that would be the one you know what i mean like i'm sure there's other things we can think of but like EG, that's that's what you know comes what to mean? mind yeah. first obviously yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i mean before we said anything else though that was the first words out of both of our mouths yep. so never thought anything of that that was just like a we love the brand you know what i mean i don't remember how it came up but in con- in conversation with them they were having some staff changes and stuff and in, when, during that conversation someone there said said hey you know, i just want to say i really love the the youtube and you know all the things you guys are doing i think it was maybe around not covid but a little after and you know things that we had built during covid and they were like man you're just doing like cool stuff i like that you're telling the story you know what i mean spending the time to make sure you're talking directly to the customer showing it on showing personal style just taking making extra efforts which we've always done to connect with the customer and, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, make it personal. Um, I never thought of that as some way that we would get something out of anything that was literally that everything we do there is for the customer. It was just felt like we were trying to serve our people best we could. Yeah. 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 Um, and it, and all of it, it comes back to is is that we're want to be customers and, you know, it's always hard because we've worked in retail so long, but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I just want to think about like, what would I want? What would connect me further mm-hmm, if mm-hmm, I was, totally. you know what I mean? It was just doing stuff like that that, you know, felt important at the time, especially when we kind of started that stuff during COVID. It felt yeah. mandatory. Um, it, out of nowhere, I get an email that says, hey, you know, I've, I've heard that you want to do an engineered garments collaboration. Um, you know, Daiki has seen what you guys are doing. He really loves the way you're like <laughs> yeah. connecting with customers, making the extra effort to yeah. make sure customers are able to see it on body, making, you know, building the community mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. All that stuff's super important to him. Um, so if you're interested, now's your time. And it literally just came out of this dumb YouTube video. We did. <laughs> we were you just, know, not dumb, just but we trying were, to know. do what we thought would be best in that moment. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And it was, again, it was we a while asking, ago, bro. This was you know, not so recent. As much as it's to us for making the video, whoever asked that question sort of opened that door too. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So, um, so yeah, it was just like happenstance. It was just like, you know, right place, right time, right thing. And, you know, they offered us a, a, the opportunity to do a collaboration with them. Obviously, when you get that opportunity, you know, production can only handle certain things, you know, and they, and they give you a bunch of, you know, here's your box that you get yes, to live in yes. creatively. You know what I mean? Here are some of the rules you can and break luckily, and it comes with different rules. And Engineered Garments is also awesome. Uh but like you know, they can they because they have a lot of ability within their production, but yeah. not everyone does. I mean, a lot of the cases, I think the people are like, you can do whatever you want with a New Balance. It's like a lot of the times you're only changing colors on old styles because that's what you can do. Not that you can't be creative with that, but totally, like totally. there's only so many things. In this case, we had a lot of options. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first thing that came to our mind, obviously, is we wanted to do some sort of kit. Yes, Chase and I are very fascinated with kind of uniform dressing. Yeah. Um, because I I think it comes from me is that it's the it's a it's an interesting way to make a statement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, I you agree. can weirdly make a statement by wearing something that feels so not boring, but like like the matchiness. Yeah, I mean it, that, I guess that's what I mean. It's like there's nothing boring about it necessarily, but at the same time, like I do think that a lot of people are intimidated by wearing like same fabric, same top, yeah, bottom, same fabric, yeah, yeah, top and yeah, bottom. Yeah. But we've just been kind of like obsessed with it. Yeah, we've done it done that type of thing in other collaborations and people have responded really well 
when we style models and stuff too i love to go tonal yeah. like a whole beige kit with some whites and creams like yeah it's just become like this thing that we kind of do internally as like a i don't want to say a bit but it's like it's like one of the things that we go yeah. to a lot yeah and so i think it's people kind of know us for it to a certain degree um so that was like the first like loose concept was like well we don't want to do some like some kind of kit but i don't yeah. know what that yeah. would be yeah. and it was like okay the one thing i knew is we wanted to do fatigue pants I mean that is no that is their icon. I d- didn't think any other pant made sense to me. I wanted to build it off of a fatigue pant. We also have kind of become a fatigue store again. Not to yeah. say we're doing a bit, but I think people at this point know you yeah. can come to us to get fatigues. We all yeah wear fatigues yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it just made sense. We wanted to use a specific model of the fatigue that we really loved from a few seasons ago, which was this like very like straight fit. You know, I love the the hidden zipper behind the pocket. I always yeah. thought it was such a cool yeah. little detail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's got the drawstrings at the bottom and at the top. Yeah. We liked having that because, you know, for Chase and I, we both like to size up and then kind of cinch those all yeah, down yeah, yeah. to kind yeah. of get the extra Proportion volume. Proportion-wise, yeah. They just that that one pant seemed to weirdly work on everybody. It was like if you were a guy who wasn't super comfortable with ultra wide, these aren't ultra wide. No, but if you size up, you can get that kind of bunchy, cool, a little bit more roomier room. fit yeah, yeah, yeah. that way. So you can kind of, if you want to do it that way, that's fully yeah. available. Um, they're just like a a great. I mean, it was just like to me the ideal cut of that pant, and uh, and and we wanted to do it in the material that we did the whole kit in. Yeah, absolutely. And um, everything else aside, if you're a guy and you're like, man, I haven't found pants that are flattering for me. These are you it. really should try some engineering yeah, yeah, garments yeah. fatigues. Collab or not, like yeah. we're 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 not just bullshit, yeah. and they really they are a flattering pants. They haven't of guys. been doing this cut in them in a little bit either, because yeah. this is from a couple seasons yeah. ago. So then they change things up quite a bit. You know, what I mean, it it, yep. it changes based on what they're trying to accomplish within their season. You know, what I mean, with any mm-hmm. in any given. Season season so this is just one that we felt really close to and liked and and it just and it just made sense so we wanted to make sure we were able to do that because a lot of it for me was like when i first started thinking about this it was like how do i make sure that this still feels like canoe club yes but it also still feels like what's true to engineered garments at the same Mm -hmm. time um because we 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 needed it to be an eg piece that's the whole point you know so, you know, the canoe club of it is we wanted a certain fit because it was what we knew worked for us and our customer. And then th- the second would have been fabric, which we wanted. Like I said, we wanted to have this like kit element to mm-hmm, be able to mm-hmm. do it as separates or together. Um, Feel very human. We'll age. You know, yeah. the fabrics will show where will show how much you love it over time. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, in that case, that's why we chose that like classic sateen twill that mm-hmm. it just it's 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 it feels straightforward but it drapes perfectly very wearable it's got this interesting like look that like it, it starts aging as soon as you start wearing it you can throw it in a washer dryer you can do whatever yep. you want to this yep. it's only yep. going to get better the more you use it you could never wash it and it'll actually show real patina almost like a pair of jeans mm-hmm. it just gives you a lot of versatility i've always liked that fabric that they've used um so we wanted to we wanted to do that as far as color goes, we've done everything in washed black. That goes a little bit back to like the Grindle um, thing uh, that you know I that was just a concert. The, gr- the, the gray tea that we have from Lady White. Yeah. it's it's so a we, washed washed black. Yeah, and we love and we both Chase and I both love black. You know, for example, and we wanted to make sure that like you know it made sense. You know to you know to to canoe club mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. made sense in something that we'd all actually wear. Yep. So there was that. The blue comes from. It was more just like I wanted it to have this workwear element, but I didn't want to go with a more obvious workwear 
uh, tones or and tropes almost, mm-hmm. I guess I mean. Um, so I wanted to choose. So when I was thinking about it, I was like, what would be really cool is if it could be workwear that was a little more human. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm, Not mm-hmm. so much just like the heavy, like, or, you know, with engineered garments, one of their, like the way kits is to us, pockets is to them. Yes. I didn't want it to be so heavy handed that way. I wanted it to have something in the middle. I mean, I thought of a lot of, I thought of more like, you know, like English workwear. You know what I mean? More of yes. that, like, very much meant to be worn by a normal person, not so much like a specific. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I completely understand. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, so we wanted it to, like, we wanted it to have, like, this, like, nod to workwear without being, like, workwear first. Yeah. You know yep, what I mean? Yep, yep. And I thought that a lot of, like, the English, you know, thinking about, like, Barber or something, which I know is a huge inspiration to Daiki. In fact, um, I've just, when I've seen him geeked up, it was when he was uh, super hyped to show me some like vintage pieces because I was like, I love this. It looks like a, uh, I I mentioned, I don't remember what the piece was off the top of my head, but it was, it reminds me of this old Barber piece. I remember seeing it on eBay and he goes, I'll show you. And he takes me back to this other room. The room's filled with vintage like yeah, barber yeah, and shit yeah, yeah. and he's like it's like this one i said that's exactly what i was thinking yeah. of i was like exactly <laughs> what i was thinking of and i had mentioned it looked like this old orvis anorak i had and i was showing him pictures and he goes oh I, I where'd you get it you know i ended up giving it to him i don't have it anymore i gave it to daiki it's yeah, a, yeah, it was yeah. this old like orvis fishing pullover that had like all the the lining was like lures and the outside was like this like like rubbery-ish fabric oh, and it was super quite a like big a time but it was kind of long yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And it was just, you know, it was a cool piece, and that's what it reminded me of. And totally saw him geek out over that kind of thing. And yeah, it was like, yeah, because yeah, it feels like the what I've always loved about barbers and stuff is that, like, yeah, it's workwear. Yeah, it's meant to be worn out and do sheep herding or hunting <laughs> or shooting or whatever you're going to do in barber. But it has this, it, it, it's also human first. It's not like utility first and then the person goes in it. It was human first. And I always, that's what I always like really appreciated it. And I, why I think that it's like, an icon you still pe- you still see people oh, yeah. wearing oh, yeah. hunt field jackets all the time now um it just feels you know i don't know it just feels different it feels much more wearable and accessible so we wanted to do something along those lines but again i wanted to make it more and more human you know what i mean carhartt's another one that's similar to that that i think that there's some inspiration here mm-hmm. in. so what we did is we started with a, a piece that we we both loved, which was the driver's coat from a handful of years ago. I think they've done it off and on in a lot yeah, of collections, yeah. and it's had a lot of variations, that particular yep. one. And there's been some that were, like, great and some that I didn't feel, like, worked as well. Yeah, because we've also personally. carried those variations yeah. over the years and, and seen them. And, and there tried were certain them details that I thought were, you know, awesome, and there were certain things I would like to change. So we kind of took that basis because we liked that it was kind of simple in the front you know what i mean but mm-hmm. it still felt very like you know kind of boxy mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. easy to wear for kind of anybody's style we took up the the hem a little bit yep so you get this kind of like boxier overall fit that you don't that 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 the, the normal one was a little bit longer yep. more of more close to a field jacket i'd almost say and this one feels closer to like almost like a denim like almost yeah, like almost a like denim a jacket hem would yeah. fall yeah exactly just like a yeah. type 2 yeah yeah cuz we wanted to, i like that shape a lot i yep. really feel like that's a shape i go to a, a, over and over and over no 100% yeah. and then it's also you you got you got the room to have the stuff poke out the bottom whether yeah, it's a hoodie exactly. or your yeah. t-shirt or you're wearing a work shirt and and because it has that cool gusset it creates that cool shape in the front and 100%. the back you know what i mean well and also because of uh 
even if you want to go the opposite way of reverse layering, which is kind of the way I go more, is that fatigue has a really nice roomy top lock mm -hmm. to it. And so it has this higher rise. So if you tuck a shirt into it and you wear the the driver's coat on top of it, you show a little bit more of the front, the top lock of the pants. Yes. And because it's 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 higher up and it gets this really nice, clean kind of vintage but sort of modern in the same yeah. kind of like sexy in the same way yeah, yeah. that i think is really cool and it kind of offers you the ability to do that as well which, yeah totally yeah because i wear the fatigues i don't know i can never remember true waist or at my hips i wear yeah. my fatigues a little lower yeah i famously got no butt i got nothing to keep yeah. <laughs> nothing to keep those suckers up you know what i mean so they're going down regardless but uh it also if you do if you do rock them a little at higher at that you know Utilize the whole yeah. rise, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also more changes the whole shape of it. You know, it exactly. kind of fits more it like a fits like in a the pair leg of five hundred one. A little more like a cowboy pant. Yeah. Not that this is western in any way, but that's what I'm saying. Is like yeah. a little slimmer, kind of elongates the leg. Yeah. So if you got if you got a long frame or something, kind of yeah. And I that. wanted the. And I think that what we're describing is like we wanted to create proportions in a shape that could really work for anybody's style. Yep. Like you yep. can yep. wear yep. it totally classic and have that like kind of that like you know the pants will fit a little bit more like a 501 the mm -hmm. jacket fits mm -hmm. a little bit more like a type 2 or you wear it slouchier and you get that roomier baggier fit on yep. the bottom yep. and then you and you wear it do some reverse layering and suddenly now it's got that more like streetwear to like higher fashion element to it and you get this whole other thing so you can yes. I wanted this to be something that like when I say human what I mean is what I think is interesting about clothes is that if I gave everyone, it's the thing that we thought was cool about the kits. You give them to a hundred people, they all put them together differently. Even Whether if they're they wearing wear the same apart, top and bottom, or yeah, different. Yeah. The way you add to it or yeah. take away from it completely changes the overall aesthetic. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen people wearing that kit where I'm like, yeah, you look. I mean, that looks like you're in the military. Mm -hmm. Or I see people wearing the kit where I'm like, shit, that is not like that's not how I thought of it at all. But like you've got it on with but like a compare of Solomons and yeah, you know, like you 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 freaked it behind wearing a hoodie underneath and you kind mm -hmm, of freak mm -hmm, it in your own mm -hmm. way and suddenly it feels very like modern and not military no, or workwear based completely. at all um so it's it's just cool to it, we wanted to invite if that's why i like to keep things simple too because that you're leaving a lot of room for interpretation which i think is like the goal in the best case scenario somebody is like you know what this is the jacket and yeah. it becomes the thing they reach for every morning it's easy to toss on again mm -hmm. enough room like i had a hoodie on yesterday and threw, and threw one of the jackets on yeah. plenty of room to layer in that even yeah. even with the hoodie being like a thicker material too which mm -hmm. was really really exciting but uh yeah i mean you know and then we so then let's get into kind of the details yes of it. so so really like the proportion from that aspect of it we took the driver's coat we took and we flipped some details and then we and we the main thing with it with the silhouette is we cropped it up a little bit so you yep. get that more you know as however all these younger guys are wearing like the the old car hearts I think a lot of them are going to those because they're like very cropped, which I believe is because it was just adding mobility for yeah. guys who were doing real work. Agreed. In it. Yeah, yeah. It adds this it's interesting a little more mobility function. to the yeah. So you take something like that old Detroit jacket. And we're trying to we're trying to like kind of do something along those lines mm -hmm, mm -hmm. while still having it be a little bit more refined and clean and engineered garments, you know, yep. in the front. Now, just like the pants, you're still getting like kind of this big roomy ass like secret pocket on the inside. Yeah, and you're getting like a nice little like inset pockets and a nice mm -hmm. zippered pocket on the front. Mm -hmm. So you're still like, you, you still got the pockets that you're yep. used to with engineered garments. No question, especially with that big interior pocket. We also, uh, with Daiki's suggestion, we, Oh, the other thing that was really important to us that I don't think the original had maybe, maybe one of the variations but not the original. We wanted it to be a two way zip. Yes. Because I think, you know, with reverse layering, it's cool to have it, you know, zipped a little higher up the top, yeah, open at the bottom, yeah, but also from a functionality standpoint, because Chase and I always talk about, 
we love outerwear. But the thing that being challenging about outerwear, especially where we live, where it's a little bit more mild in temperature most of the time, is that I want I don't want to have to take a jacket off when I come in. Yeah. So if I'm you know at if I'm working at my computer or whatever, I can unzip the bottom Easy. part and, and you know not mess up the kind of like flow or fit of the jacket. Yeah. I feel like it's coming up on you like a life jacket. Yeah. Um. So it's got that detail. It just adds something special. And then Daiki um, recommended that we use these like vintage O-ring um, zipper pulls that really like you don't think that's a big deal until you realize you know that he's a genius. And when he suggests yeah. that, you just, we were like, oh, of course, yeah, flattered, of course, flattered, flattered yeah. that you know, and. Uh, because he loved the concept, and, and he was like, you know, he made it made some really good pointers that we'll bring up right now. The one being that O ring, which really changes it. I don't know what it changes, but it feels kind of like sixties, yeah. And it's just really, it's just this little, a little, little one thing, to the, yeah. But it really you makes feel a big it too. Difference. It like yeah. has a tactical nature to it, you mm-hmm. know, like the nice big ring. Yeah, I, I love it. It Makes it easier to use, and yeah, Absolutely. it's just, it's just, it's, yeah. a, it's a fun little thing that when you notice it, it's, it's, it, it, it mm, would it look it different special. without it. Yeah. Um, and you know it, it kind of draws attention to the detail to the zipper too because normally that that zipper the way the fabric rolls over you kind of don't see the zipper pulls in mm-hmm. there. This actually allows it to stick out all the time and just makes it kind of like a you know its own you know special thing that stands out yeah, about the jacket out, too. Yeah. Um, we also used uh, like antique brass, um, which is something that they don't always use. Uh, snap buttons for everything. So everywhere you see a snap button, it's a custom engineered garments button. And it has like this antique nature to it. So it gives this kind of like pre rough and tumble look that's going to like cater to like the overall aesthetic as mm-hmm, you continue mm-hmm. to wear. And will age with yeah, the garment and yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of thinking like ahead of like, yeah, the jacket looks nice and clean the first day. The goal is that this thing's going to really look like someone was in it any yeah. other yeah. after after you've put some wear into yeah. it. And that, that kind of adds to that detail. Um, it has a corduroy collar. That wasn't part of the original, obviously. Mm-hmm. We wanted to like, again, kind of pull back in that. Uh, you know, very British, very like uh, workwear sort of element yeah. to it. Yeah. You know, obviously it's also just comfortable to wear, but we really liked that we wanted it to have some contrast to it throughout. So we put that on the collar. We definitely wanted a corduroy collar. That was important to us. That's how we kind of take. Because the other thing is, I have wanted, uh, I've wanted a, I've wanted a like a barber jacket that was cropped for eons. Yes, I've been looking for it. The only one that ever really seemed to exist that I could find at the time was this collaboration they did with Alexa Chung. It was a women's cut, did not fit on guys. It just, it was not, it yeah. was a little, like, that was more of a drastic crop, and I wanted just to be, like, kind of a waist yeah. crop. So you're able to kind of get that look in this, which I think is exciting. And like I said, I think it was important to have some, like, contrast to the overall piece, especially since we were doing it as a kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the other suggestion that Daiki made was putting the corduroy underneath the... Uh, uh, the, the sleeve cuff. The cuff, yeah. as well, so that when you turn up that cuff, you yeah. get the hit there, too, which just kind of, like... Again, I just wouldn't have thought of it, and then because I just thought it would be too much material or something. But you see it all put together, and you're like, "Yeah, that's the move." I can't imagine yeah. it without it now. You know what I mean? It just it it just cuts up the jacket in such a I nice completely way. Agree. Adds adds good reinforcement. When, right when you when you, want when you it. rolled it the other day, when you had it on, I was like, "Oh shit, that yeah, it, that, it pulls that's it the way to wear." Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing that we knew we wanted to have in it, but we we wanted to put black watch in everything. We just yeah. it feels very engineered garments for some reason. It feels very like British, like we've you know, this kind of like uh, you know this that whole uk workwear thing mm-hmm. we've been going for mm-hmm. um felt like an obvious way to to add some like pattern and some color there's always been interesting tartans and plaids in the engineered garments collection um i, I thought it paired well with black and you know so so you actually find that not only in the lining of the jackets but in the pocket bags and the waistband liners and all the lining on the inside of the pant you'll you'll notice that it matches corresponds the, to the top yeah. yep to the to the liner and 
in its respective color because the black has one more of a traditional black watch that we all when you close your eyes and think black watch that's it maybe like a dark version of it but then the 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 blue version yeah of the that more tartan pants. version and that yeah. was actually another uh, daiki suggestion is he thought that there was a better he knew a better yes. tartan that would fit well with the, with the blue colorway yep. and so he he sent us this sample and said i think this is going to look the best and truly it looks like it was made for this color yeah. that yeah. we chose um so i guess that kind of brings us to the color as we know, I, you know yeah. i didn't think yeah. we touched on the blue one as much i wanted there to be like this like i was thinking of like a japanese mailman yeah have this like really i mean in the u.s it's kind of similar too but it's this really like flat stormy blue yep. a, f- a friend of ours had this great like junior uh like carhartt collab from forever ago like yeah, it, it was like his it was his computer background for years and then he yeah. eventually found it and got the jacket yeah. and, and it's just this jacket it's just this color that people respond every yeah. time he wore it people responded to yeah. you know I mean, it had this very visceral reaction to this like this kind of like flat blue. We're calling yeah. it like a stormy blue. Yeah. It just has this like it's it's muted and calming, you know, at the same time as it kind of feels sure, like sure. yeah, it's 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 a really unique color that that we were kind of adamant about. Um yeah. and uh, yeah, so so we I don't know, it just it, it felt very I don't know, it just fit. Yeah. And and yeah, and so there I don't know if there's any reason behind that is other than like kind of a continuing trying to find something that feels workwear adjacent like not as on the nose but still like yeah. commonplace at the same time um and yeah this this color really like really spoke to us this blue one yeah um and it, and it and the other thing is it's just one of those colors that kind of goes well with anything while still being you can, like a standout you can put the either jacket either color with mostly mostly any color pants you got and yeah. vice versa you know because these pieces will also work in and outside of the whole engineer garment sphere. Like 100%, yeah. None of this yeah. is too jarring in any way that you couldn't wear it with. I'm trying to think of something that would be not what an EG head would have. But anything else you've got in your closet yeah, absolutely plays, pairs yeah. well with these colors. Especially especially because we kept it simple enough at the same yeah. time that like it's not it's not it's not so directional that you can't find ways to, we we want it we want people to wear the items. Like yes. My every, you know, same thing with the Orso stuff we've done. I want the, I want to see this years down the road. I want to see how people put wear onto it because I really think it changes the overall aesthetic yeah. that you and it's just this like interesting secret viewpoint that you can't have until you've sold it and see people actually using it in real life mm-hmm, so it's like mm-hmm. it's why it's like the most coveted look to me is like trying to get it to that point because that's where somebody's what makes it special yearning to reach for it every day yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh so we wanted to create also colors that were able to do that like it fits in anyone's wardrobe the yep. details are subtle enough that it, it's not necessarily like offensive to any but like it's going to work in anybody's yep. closet it pairs well with almost any color like the black we, we specifically had the black that the tan corduroy with the black so that you can offset so it so good. it'll still look good with brown yeah it'll still good yeah. to look with, with navy matching blacks whatever you want it'll still it just kind of yep. all plays together yep. same thing with that blue that blue looks great with black it looks great with matching blues it looks great with browns it just kind of fits anywhere in your yeah. in your wardrobe yeah. and that was really the goal is just to have it this be a thing that's like so easy to pair with things you can't not yeah totally yeah other than that man i think at this point we're just like pretty hyped to get it out there to people uh, you know and see how people put it yep. together we've got it here physically yeah we've been taking product shots today we're taking the on bodies tomorrow we've got a plan for editorial we've got we've got we got some stuff in the works in specific and at this point when this releases you will see i've seen some of these videos and yeah. photos and stuff but yeah full, really hype yeah full transparency like i know that like we like to joke around on this and everything a lot, but like this was a lot of like 
people genuinely like I mean probably the most genuinely excited we've ever been to do something um everyone kind of had a say here uh, nobody didn't contribute to this idea I had like maybe this bigger very loose idea of what I thought it could mm-hmm, be or at least mm-hmm. how I thought like what I wanted like a little bit of the north star to be yeah and then from there it was just like every day we'd kind of keep honing in and like oh I think it could be this or it could be that and we just keep kind of like printing photos putting them up on the wall yeah talking contextually around how maybe it relates to this project and yeah well, silhouette and also, wise we like how it fits here and thinking about like how what would you actually want to wear every single day if you could only wear one type of jacket how would it fit yeah, what would it look yeah. like what colors would it be if you only wear one pant what would it you know what i mean we really wanted we just kept kind of putting that out there over and over again against this kind of like overarching like vibe idea that we had and then it's just been kind of like i don't know continuing putting it through the sifter until we got what we needed um yeah i mean it was it was really fun to work collaboratively with everybody in that way and it feels like a little piece of everybody's kind of in these pieces and everyone's so hyped about it and it's 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 exciting so we're excited to kind of share it with everyone and see how everyone puts it together. I mean, that's the, that's the most fun part of this whole thing is yeah. I think everyone thinks like, oh, it must be so fun designing it. And I'm like, yeah, it's part of it. And then there's the nerves of making sure it does well and everything. But the main thing is, is I just want to see how people put it together. I just want to see our communities respond to it. Yeah. I want to see the kits. I want to see them worn. I want to yeah. see people wearing it in ways that I absolutely would not 100%. think to. Yeah. Like, like you said, I think the true EG heads are going to be just as geeked about it as somebody that might lean towards something more Western, like a double RL or something. Sure. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I think that a double RL dude could also look very good yeah, 100%. in these pieces. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, what I mean, think, I think man? that, I think, I think we kind of did it. I, you know, I can't think of anything else to, to add to that, but like, uh, but yeah, this is, this is a cool thing for us. Yeah. We, we're we hope you, we hope you love it. Um, give us feedback. We're, we're excited. I hope you are too. And, uh, you know, it looks like it's going to get out there. In a couple of days from yeah. this, when this yeah, podcast comes out, so, yeah. so get excited. Hit us up if you have questions. We're we're going to be excited to answer them. Uh, maybe we'll do a Q and A or something about this. Uh, uh, yeah, for w- sure. Once for the sure. photos have come out and everything, we'll try to get that out there. So YouTube. there's going to be a you know a metric ton of content that comes out around this. We're going to make sure that you guys have everything you need to to be down, or at least even if you're not buying it, just to get hyped on it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. So thanks for listening. Thanks for caring. Thanks for being into what we do. And yeah. we'll see you in a